It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. The Golden Knights fall for the first time in regulation. 4-2, the Anaheim Ducks take this one. Vegas 11-1-1. Still 23 points for the Vegas Golden Knights. And you know what, this one... It's an interesting one. The the third period, I've got some thoughts and opinions on, but I want to go up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to get his thoughts and opinions. Um, You know, Dan, look at that third period, and and certainly Anaheim scores four goals, right? But you're maybe expecting more of a barrage, more of a a push, at least in terms of shots on goal, but it really wasn't that from Anaheim. What what did you make out of the third period? Yeah, there were, you know, opportunistic moments for the Ducks after... The Knights made some untimely mistakes. You know, you think about what if Jack Eichel gets that puck out of the zone? I know, like that's, uh, you know, one of the instances. You could go back through the tape of today's game, third period in particular, and see the moments where just a little bit extra here, a different decision there um, would have changed things. And, you know, we, we think about playing on consecutive days as a, uh, a physical difficulty. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's not the physical difficulty. It is as much a, a mental strain as everything, as anything else. So, in other words, you know, the decision-making is probably not as sharp, um, which is not to say guys aren't locked in, but sometimes over the course of a hockey game, you, you, your brain goes a little bit on autopilot. Like when I accidentally said it was a shorthanded goal, when in fact it was a four-on-four <laughs> goal. So I, I know yeah. from my own experience, you know, like there's all kinds of little things, and that'll happen. And it's a shame because, you know, the Knights did have a two-goal lead, and it felt like Vegas was in good shape. But, you know, a, a mistake here, a mistake there. And uh, the Ducks managed to take advantage in a way that they had not earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. And um, it, uh, that's, the how, that's the way it went today. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the, the interesting thing about it is you do have a two-goal lead going into the, the third period. Kill a penalty early on in the third period, too. Jack Eichel has a shorthanded breakaway, unable uh, to beat John Gibson there. So mm-hmm. you do look at some missed opportunities. I, I guess kind of the larger question, does this one sting a little bit more because of how it went down? Like, you knew you were going to lose a game in regulation. But having a two-goal lead going into the third period, for, for this Golden Knights team, that's almost automatic. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mentioned those numbers a few minutes ago. Only 20 times in team history have they lost when possessing a two-goal advantage, mm-hmm. and only 12 of those times did they lose without uh, getting at least a point in regulation loss. So, yeah, if something that has happened only 12 times in team history doesn't sting, I'd be surprised, especially for Jack, as you pointed it out. You know, he had that breakaway, couldn't score it. Even though we had two points today, uh, factored it on both Vegas goals, and then the inability to get the puck out of the zone, um, that uh, you know that one might sting a little bit more because yeah. you know you think about all right, you know, the other goalie's trying to make a save, and Gibson's a good goalie, but when you make a mistake, you know that's and Jack is typically so sure-handed as Gary said. I, I think that that'll be the thing that sticks in in Jack's brain today. That. The things that could have been done differently to be more conscientious and careful, um, cognizant of how to break out, what to do, and again, it's it's not all physical. Sometimes it's mental, and you know, I'm, I'm not in the head of the players, yeah. of course, but that, that's just some of the, the little things that come come to mind. Where the Ducks, you know, were uh, they got better and better, and the Knights did the opposite. 
Now, you look at kind of power play, special teams, those those were areas that we, we'd highlighted going into the game, and, and it's been so good for the Golden Knights early on this season. Uh, were you surprised at, at maybe the, the lack of ice time on the power play for the second unit? Yeah, yeah, especially when, you know, you're looking at a group that is, uh, the first group is sometimes stagnant. There are yeah. times when they move around, they whip it around, they get good chances, they don't score. Hey, if that's what's happening and you send that group back out there, no problem. Yeah. But when it's just all on the perimeter and there's you're not really creating anything, and it's, it's almost like if you're a, a Ducks penalty killer, you're, you're standing there thinking, all right, you just keep doing that. You, you, <laughs> I mean, you guys are killing the clock. We're the ones trying to kill the clock, but it seems like the Knights waste far too much time meandering around the perimeter. Now, not every power play is like that, but too many of them are. You know, when they are more dynamic, when they get more shots and create more havoc, you got to think about not only shooting to score, but shooting for rebounds. And uh, the Knights have not done enough of that, or at least they didn't today. And again, it's hard to be overly critical because they had scored five power play goals over the last four games. Not all of them are the direct result of wonderful puck movement, rotation, etc. <laughs> you know, every power play is a little bit different. Again, yeah. credit the Ducks. They have been shorthanded more often than any other team in the league this year, so they've got experience. <laughs> but <laughs> they kept the Knights to the outside, and um, yeah, be because of that, uh, I, I would have thought you'd see some more from the Vegas uh, second unit. The one reason, Ryan, why I think that maybe they left that top group out there is because Jack Eichel has a hot yeah. hand right now. We know Bruce Cassidy likes to stick with guys who are going hot, and Jack had two points today, had two goals yesterday, and maybe you're thinking that Jack would find a way to get one through and score his fourth power play goal, but that was not to be. All right, Dan, any uh, final thoughts on this one before we turn our attention to Wednesday evening and the Los Angeles Kings? Well, Ryan, I am not a believer in omens or jinxes or anything of the sort. <laughs> however, however, I must confess to you that earlier today when I was filling out my lineup card, my gold pen ran out of ink. Oh, no. And I have an extra one. Okay. That one ran out of ink, too. Oh, no. So that was a bad, bad, bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> I say in jest, of course. And in case you were wondering, I already placed an order. There will be two new gold pens arriving at my home tomorrow. Okay, so we know the Golden Knights are, are good to go on <laughs> Wednesday night. Uh, great job tonight on the call, Dan. Uh, have a safe flight back, and we'll chat on Wednesday. Thanks, Ryan. Good night. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 4-2 loss by the Vegas Golden Knights at the hands of the Anaheim Ducks. First regulation loss of the year for Vegas. Vegas now 11-1-1, 23 points out of a possible 26 to start the year. We're back with more on the VGK postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 4-2 to the Anaheim Ducks. Let's hear from William Carlson. They've been a good comeback team in the third period, as have you guys, but was that a conversation you guys had between the second and third? Uh, not really. Uh, we just 
kind of want to focused on us and you know try to score more goals. Uh, we had a couple chances, but unfortunately um, we couldn't get that third. You knew it had to come eventually. Are you proud of you know what you've done to this point, and does it almost maybe take a little bit of pressure off? We've been talking about how good the, the start has been and how there hasn't been a regulation loss to this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that's a good start, um, but we never want to lose, and we can't feel we can't feel you know happy about anything really. Uh, we try to learn from this and go try to win uh, win the next one because uh, yeah, I'd love to go eight to two, o and o, but yeah. How big a factor was John Gibson or maybe their penalty killing? Yeah, they had a good. They did a good job, uh, for sure, and they didn't let us have any hard play goals, so yeah, they did their job. That's William Carlson uh, addressing the media after tonight's 4-2 loss to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, you get the sense, right, in hearing Carlson just there, how important winning is to him. He said, I'd love to go 82-0-0. And we all know that that's just never going to happen in the National Hockey League. You're never going to have a team win every single game. There's too many games. The teams are too good. The parity in the league is, is, is too close. It'll never happen. But even after winning a Stanley Cup, even after starting the year 11-0-1, even after pulling 23 out of 24 points in your first 12 games, you're wanting every single point, every single game. This is what drives this hockey team. This is one of your leaders in William Carlson flat out saying, you know, it's a great, good start, great start. Like, we'll take the start all day long. But at the end of the day, it, it really does sting when you don't come away with two points. It does sting when you don't win the game. And, you know, I, I thought that that was a really telling, really intriguing interview there with William Carlson. Uh, the post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. I want to touch on this as, you know, we've talked about Zach Whitecloud was on the ice earlier this week red no contact jersey so it's looking like white clouds trending closer no nick Hague tonight for the golden knights uh did not play in either in any of the last three games no nick wah for the vegas golden knights and then alec martinez did not play in this one either for vegas so just kind of a, another thing to keep an eye on there alec martinez was out with an upper body injury so we're not too sure exactly the, the particulars. He played last night. He finished the game last night against Colorado. So you're hoping that it's not anything too serious for Alec Martinez. But uh, no Martinez, no Hague, no White Cloud. So three of your regulars on defense out. And that's been the story really the entire season for Vegas. Um, and I think you're starting to notice a little bit the, um, the absence of Nick Waugh, right? And there was a time in this game where – and Gary – pointed it out the three lines for the golden knights were going right the three lines for the golden knights were going well they've got four lines and you know brett howden's done a, a good job down the middle of the fourth line with will carrier and keegan colasar but then you had a different wrinkle a different look from bruce cassidy tonight in which you know will carrier who deserved a, a bump up the lineup to play with stevenson and stone you bring paul cotter down it's a different role for paul cotter it just didn't gel tonight for the fourth line, and I think that this is one of those games, right, back-to-back uh, -back situation where you need your fourth line to be able to go out, possess the puck, grind down low, really check well, and tire out the Anaheim Ducks. 
and it just wasn't really an option for the Golden Knights in this game. It just didn't seem to click for Cotter and Howden and Kolasar, and you know because of that, I think the Golden Knights got out of their rhythm of rolling four lines. Yeah, there were some power play opportunities, penalty kill opportunities. It was you know, kind of a weird game in that sense, but I, I do think that there's uh, something to be said about you know Nick Waugh's absence from the lineup and you know not being able to grind out a win when you've got a two-goal lead going into the third period, not being able to kind of get to the finish line. And you're not going to get too nitpicky with an 11-1-1 record. You're just not. I'm not going to. But I do think you're starting to notice, right, how much of an impact Nick Waugh has on this team in this lineup as your fourth-line center because it gives you something no other team does, a dominant fourth line. It gives you a fourth line that can possess pucks, that can hold pucks in the offensive zone, that isn't going to beat, get beat in the defensive zone, and it's going to give you what you need. Let's hear from Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media. Third period as coach. Well, I give our players a lot of credit. It's their fourth and six days. They played their asses off, and I think we gave up three chances, and they all ended up in the net. So that's going to happen some nights. Um, timely saves, timely goals. We talked about it. Had a chance to extend it with Jack on the breakaway shorthand. It didn't work out, but it doesn't matter. We played well enough, defended well enough to win the hockey game. Um, like I said, they found a way to, to get some goals behind us, and obviously we can manage the puck a little better in certain situations, but all in all, um, as a coach you're looking at, no major breakdowns, um, just some pucks that had eyes. We've seen a lot of timeliness on the power play so far this season. What would you like to see differently on the main advantage tonight? Well, we'd like to uh, put a few more pucks at the net. I think we did a good job playing around the perimeter, but when it was time to execute the, the, the shot that was going to go to the net. I found that we didn't didn't make the necessary pass to get get the shot off in a hurry and then now get the goalie moving and maybe create a rebound situation if it doesn't go in. So um, certainly enough opportunities to, again, extend the lead. Same with six on five, but we weren't executing at the pace we normally do. Um, and uh, as a result, we didn't get any goals on it. Uh, we got zone time, and I thought we had some looks, um, but you know, not as sharp with the crisp plays in the interior where you, uh, you need to get those second chance goal. The way they kill, right? They give you the outside, the elbow shots a little bit, but you got to get inside or beat them with that shot, otherwise get for the rebound, and we weren't able to, to do that. The way the team's been playing with the overall record, though, you can't be too dissatisfied with how the team's played. I'm not dissatisfied. never said I was. I said I thought we played certainly well. It might have been one of our best defensive games of the year, if not the best, when we would get our numbers back. But as I said, Three goals had eyes in the third period. You want saves there, but um, they found a way in. <clears throat> and there you hear from Bruce Cassidy as he addresses the media after tonight's 4-2 loss to the Anaheim Ducks. And, and that's, that's really interesting, Bruce talking about maybe one of the best defensive efforts of the year for the Golden Knights. And I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I, I don't think they gave up very much. Like, you know, when you have a team that's down 2 nothing going into the third period, like Anaheim was, and you've got a team in the Golden Knights that are on the, uh, the, the back half of a back-to-back, -back, second half of a back-to-back, -back, three games in four nights, four games in six days, like, it, you would expect that the shots would far skew to the Anaheim Ducks' favor. It didn't happen. Anaheim threw five shots on goal in the third period. Four of them went in. And it was really just broken plays and breakdowns that ended up 
kind of falling to Anaheim in really dangerous areas. So in terms of the structure, I, I don't think the Golden Knights played a poor third period at all. I just think that there were moments, right, where misplays happened, and they they got to give the Ducks credit. They were opportunistic, but only five shots, four goals on five shots in the third period. It was not a barrage. It was not a furious push from Anaheim. And I think that, you know, you look at that, maybe it softens the blow a little bit. But, it, you know, again, 11-1-1 might soften the blow all the same. We're back with highlights next on the VGK Post Game Show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. The definitive collector's item from the Stanley Cup Championship is It Hurts to Win, the official book from the Vegas Golden Knights. Pick up your copy now at the official team stores or order online at VegasTeamStore.com. It's the, it's the VGK postgame show. Golden Knights fall to the Anaheim Ducks 4-2. First regulation loss of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights, 11-1 and 23 points so far in the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Next in action Wednesday, 7 o'clock inside T-Mobile Arena against the Los Angeles Kings. Take a look at the highlights in the game. We go back to the first period. We talked about a fast start, and the Golden Knights delivered as Jack Eichel set up Ivan Barbashev for his fourth goal of the season. Eichel accelerates. Lacombe wipes out defending. Eichel to the goal. Score! Barbashev! Vegas takes a 1-0 lead. Jack Eichel sets up Ivan Barbashev at the left side of the crease. Ivan Barbashev from Jack Eichel, 8-51 of the first period, makes it 1-0 Vegas. And the Golden Knights would take that 1-0 lead into the second period and handled the push from the Ducks well early in the second. Then at 4-on-4, Jack Eichel extended the lead with his sixth goal of the year. Eichel, he scores! Rips it from the right circle! In and out, nobody realized it was in. The referee signals good goal. 2-0 Golden Knights, 6-17 to go second period. Jack Eichel from Shea Theodore and Braden McNabb, 13-43 of the second, made it 2-0 Vegas. So the Golden Knights, complete control of the game, head to the third period with a two-goal lead, and the Ducks push back to start the third as a broken play led to Adam Henrique's power play goal. McNabb jabs at a loose puck. Gave it away. Ducks get it out high and a shot. Blocked. Rebound in front. Score! Power play goal for the Ducks. Anaheim now trails 2-1 in the opening two minutes of the third period. Second goal of the year for Adam Henrique. A power play marker. One minute 38 seconds into the third period from Cam Fowler and Frank Vetrano made it 2-1 Vegas. And then the Ducks completed the comeback just past the midway point of the period as Sam Carrick beat Logan Thompson after a turnover. Puck comes out in front. Eichel picks it up. Two Ducks again collide, but then it's stolen away. Carrick right near the goal. Save! No! It got through! And the Ducks have tied it! Sam Carrick makes it a 2-2 game with 9.05 to go in the third period. Sam Carrick's second of the year from Pavel Minchikov. 10.55 of the third period. Tied the game at two, and having tied the game, the Ducks up the pressure. Mason McTavish broke through late to give the Ducks the lead. Down to the circle, out high, the Barbashev, and now a shot is stopped. Now a rebound, they score! 
and was knocked out of the corner off somebody in front and into the goal. The Ducks have taken a 3-2 lead with 3.40 to go in the third period. Mason McTavish, his sixth goal of the year from Frank Vetrano and Ilya Labushkin. 16-20 of the third period made it 3-2 Anaheim. And the Golden Knights would pull Logan Thompson for the extra attacker, trying to get themselves back to square in this game. But Sam Carrick iced it with an empty net goal. Down the wall, Eichel got checked in the small of the back, fights to keep the puck in the zone. Still jousting, now it's at the center. Puck waffles toward the open cage, hits the post and goes in! 4-2 Ducks, 109 to go. Sam Carrick's third of the year, second of the period. Made it 4-2 Anaheim. The assist to Troy Terry and Cam Fowler, 18-51 of the third period. An empty net goal, and all that was left in this game was the final call. It hand Vegas its first regulation loss in half a year. Clock runs out, and the Ducks win it. Final score, Anaheim 4, Vegas 2. There it is, 4-2 the final. The Anaheim Ducks come all the way back from 2-0 down to hand the Golden Knights their first regulation loss of the season. Vegas now 11-1-1, 23 out of a possible 26 points to start the year. And for the Golden Knights, they'll get another crack at a Pacific Division foe from California Wednesday night inside T-Mobile Arena, 7 o'clock as they take on the Los Angeles Kings. We're back to wrap it up next. On the VGK postgame show, you're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back. VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 4-2 to the Anaheim Ducks. First regulation loss of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. And for the Golden Knights, it was a really strong opening 40 minutes of the game. I, I liked their game in the first period. I really did. I, I didn't think that they gave up very much to Anaheim. Uh, defensively, they were really, really good. And then Jack Eichel had the legs going. He, he, had, he had everything kind of connected for him. He was playing well. The assist on the Ivan Barbashev goal in the first period, and then obviously Jack just gets a little bit more time and space. He's able to to take advantage of that in four-on-four four in the second period and just beats John Gibson with an elite shot. Nothing more, nothing less. That's what it was. It was Jack Eichel making an individual play that not many players in the National Hockey League can make. And you felt like the Golden Knights were in complete control of the game, and it, it really did feel that way. It didn't necessarily feel going into the third anyway that Anaheim was going to be able to push or break through because the Golden Knights were really good through 40 minutes defensively. They were crowding the middle of the ice. They weren't really allowing anything from in tight on Logan Thompson. There weren't great chances for the Anaheim Ducks through 40 minutes. And then just broken plays happened, right? Like in the third period, you you have an opportunity, shorthanded Jack Eichel, if he scores on that breakaway early on in the third period. It's a different game, and we all know it's a different game. Jack knows it's a different game, and for as good as he was in the first two periods, I think that you know Jack's going to leave this game wanting to be much, much better and close out a game in a different way. Now, having said all that, I don't think that it was this barrage that the Golden Knights couldn't withstand from Anaheim. It was just simply puck had ice. 
Bruce Cassidy said it. I don't disagree with it. You know, you look at the goal for Adam Henrique, kind of stabs at a pocket. It ends up kind of bouncing over a couple of guys over Logan Thompson. Uh, you know, the Mason McTavish goal, it's, it's just kind of a weird one where the puck's thrown back in front. McTavish has a stick on the ice. Logan Thompson's down and out of position, and all of a sudden it goes in. Like, And then, you know, go to the, go to the empty net goal. Right, like how many times are you going to throw a puck down the ice, have it hit the post, and then direct into the net? Like it doesn't happen very often. So, uh, you chalk this one up to some broken plays that go against you, and I think for the Golden Knights, it's going to be really, really important to just turn the page quickly and get ready to go on Wednesday night against the Los Angeles Kings. That's going to do it for us here on the VGK Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. For the station staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night, and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 4-2 the final. The Anaheim Ducks come all the way back from 2-0 down to hand the Vegas Golden Knights their first regulation loss. 4-2 Anaheim, Vegas now 11-1-1, 23 out of a possible 26 points on the year. Golden Knights next in action Wednesday night, 7 o'clock against the Los Angeles Kings. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. I'm expecting some calls here. Uh, I, I'm interested to see where the reaction is. Because, again, I, I think there's a couple of different ways you could look at this game. Certainly, I'm looking at them in, in more of a positive light than you know, maybe some fans will. But again, 11-1-1, pretty ridiculous start to the season. So having said all that, I want to know what you pulled, what you got out of tonight's game. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, it's time to get off the magic carpet for just a moment and reflect on where we've been. And we've been in a place that, uh, and thank you for doing that marvelous research on the fly a couple of days ago. Uh, not bad to be, what is it now, 12-3-4 in a regular season since we well, touched the clock. Well, but it's, yeah, I, their, their, well record, their record's ridiculous. <laughs> that is exactly right. The record is ridiculous. Now, you won't have many occasions like this. You certainly don't have any in the postseason. They just don't exist. So you, you chalk it up to the fact that it happened. Now, you do have a young team that we'll have to keep an eye on because they're about a year away from being a reasonable factor in the Pacific, don't you think? I mean, I think they're going to try everything they can to be a factor in the Pacific right now, but um, I think they're a year away. But I do think that they're going to be a pain to play against all, all season long. Yeah, especially at home and especially if you've got them by a goal or two. 
yeah. late in the game. They just have this magic ability to come back. Now, next weekend, not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after this, we play at Philadelphia on Saturday and Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yeah. Do we? Uh, that's a four and six road trip. Do we take anything and apply it to that? Um, I mean, I, I think the you know the one thing that you'll look at is, and I, and I don't know if it's is it Philadelphia then Pittsburgh? Is that the yeah Philadelphia first? Okay, so the Philadelphia game is a local time ten o'clock, ten a.m. puck drop. And then the, the next game, the Sunday night game, is a, a 3 p.m. local time puck drop. And there's right. not going to be a ton of travel there between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. So um, the, the thing you take away is that you're, you're, the, the split's going to actually work in the Golden Knights' favor. You're getting an early game, so you get into Pittsburgh reasonably early. It's, it's not going to be a super late night like it was you know, last night leaving Vegas after the game against Colorado, coming in and having to play a 5 o'clock puck drop. Um, I don't think that there's anything that, that surprises these guys. I think anytime you're in a four and six situation or a three and four situation or a back to back situation, you're going to have your legs in the first period or two, and it's going to be a real battle in the third. Well, if you told me we're going to lose a game before the East Coast trip, and I was kind of hoping we didn't, but we did, mm-hmm. um, I'd much rather have it be against these guys in Anaheim than the Kings on Wednesday, wouldn't you? Yeah, to a degree. I, I'd agree with that, and, and thanks, Mike, for the call. I think that, you know, you you heard from William Carlson. He wants to win every game. Um, I, I don't mind the fact that the Golden Knights' run comes to an end because at some point, the longer you run this up, the more of a distraction it becomes. So now it's done, it's over with. You can reflect on what you've done and now look ahead to starting a new a new streak. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly makes more sense that, that you're not you're not wanting to, to drop points or lose points to the Los Angeles Kings. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing? Doing good. Um, Anaheim, definitely much improved team. I think they're, I forget where they rank, but they're, they're, top, they're, they're one of the three youngest teams in, in hockey, and they had, three, they had three full days off coming off an overtime win. Anaheim's had a really hard schedule. If you look at it, they've they've played Boston twice really tough. They beat the Hurricanes um, easily. And, I mean, they have a win against us under their belt. So they're they're ahead of schedule. I'm more surprised with with, uh, Vancouver than than they are with with the the early success. But um, I'm not not too surprised that we lost, I mean, given the back-to-back. But we played well, and it wasn't, you know, anything embarrassing or anything to hang our head on. So... Um, looking forward to the Kings and then um, the Barracudas or the Sharks. I don't know who we play on uh, next weekend, but um, looking forward to just getting back on riding the ship and um, not worried at all about this loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Sal, and thanks for the call. I, I, I don't think that you pull any, any type of panic or anything from dropping your first game in regulation, especially in game number 13 of the year. Like, you know, the Golden Knights, again, had a two-goal lead going into the third period. Would you would you like them to close it out? Absolutely. Generally speaking, do they close it out? Yes, yes, they do. It, it's only happened uh, twelve times where the Golden Knights had a, a two goal lead going into the third period and, and did not pull points out of the game at least. So uh, when you kind of take that on on, on the whole, it, it's one that you can just kind of set aside. But also, you look at Bruce Cassidy's comments. He didn't mind the way the Golden Knights played, and I didn't either. 
702-876-1340. That's the number. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. So, I mean, yeah, it stinks to lose a game. It's like we kind of forgot what it feels like to lose in regulation, right? Yeah, yeah, to a degree. I mean, it's it's been quite a long time. And, I mean, like, it, it sucks, but... You know, there wasn't, like, I didn't watch this game and think, oh, my gosh, throw the whole season away. We've fallen apart. We're never going to be better again. Like, it, it happens. We're missing several of our key defensemen, um, though seeing that Zach Whitecloud is back skating, that's super exciting. Yeah. Um, Nick Waugh is out. Like, and it's not to make excuses. It's just realistic that, you know, eventually we might have been overperforming with how many people we had out, but, you know, I don't care. I love seeing that this team is going to come together and work hard and do what it takes and just wasn't quite there today. Gibson put on a great game and made some great Mm -hmm. saves, and we had some weird ones that snuck past Logan Thompson. It's going to happen. They're going to dust it off, and they're going to come back really strong against the Kings. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thanks for the call. Um, Weird one, it's going to happen. Like, I would make the argument that the Golden Knights played better tonight in Anaheim against the Ducks than they did at home the other day against Montreal. And yet, they win the Montreal game, they lose this one. And that's what I was talking about, right? Like, hockey can be, at times, random and chaotic. You can play well and lose. You can play poorly and win. Like, those are things that can happen in, in hockey. And and I, I liked the Golden Knights' defensive game. I don't think they gave up very much. You mentioned it. Some weird ones on Logan Thompson, absolutely. But I think this was maybe the first game where you noticed the absence of Nick Waugh. And the argument that I made is that you noticed Nick Waugh not being in the lineup because the fourth line didn't really get as much of a role in this game. You weren't able to roll over four. You weren't over to ha- able to have those, those shifts in the offensive zone where that line just kind of grinds it out and grinds it out and grinds it out. And that's generally what you'd go to if you're Bruce Cassidy in in the third period trying to to hold a two-goal lead. So hopefully the Golden Knights are going to get a little bit healthier as we move along here. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, you know, I'm kind of like Carlson. We don't like this losing stuff. In the interview... He was trying to say it was all okay, but in the end, he says, I'd rather win them all. That would be nice. However, I've only had to say this one other time. Piss off VGK is a good VGK. We need to go into L.A. and just take it out on them. Mm -hmm. I know you kind of like L.A., but we've got to stop butt here. (laughs) Is the the L.A. connection never going to leave me? No, because you get this little lilt in your voice when you talk about Kopitar and, <laughs> you know, it's it just this little belonging uh, and missing a little bit. I mean, You know, Andre, you got your new love, but, you know, yeah. the old one's still in the back of your mind. I'm just saying, like, Andre Kopitar is pretty good, right? Well, see, and there's that little, everybody heard it right out there. He just, it, it goes up at the end, Kopitar. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, all right, great stuff there, Rita. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, as you've mentioned before, a- an angry Golden Knights is a very, very good hockey team. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see 
over the next couple of days how they dissect this loss to Anaheim and what they look like on Wednesday night against Los Angeles in T-Mobile Arena. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 4-2 to the final, the Golden Knights ball. For the first time in regulation to the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim has won six in a row. It'll be interesting to keep tabs on the Ducks throughout the season because I, I still think they're like a year away, maybe two years away from like legitimately being a, a playoff team, but I, I, I think they're fun. I think they're exciting. They don't give up. Uh, taking on kind of the personality of their coach, and they're going to be a pain to play against. They just are. Um, and the, the Golden Knights kind of found that out tonight. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Mary Ann. Hey, Mary Ann, how you doing? Hi, Ryan. Actually, I'm doing fantastic. What most people don't realize, I think, is that the record now is well, 11 one, one. Yeah. 11 and that's a new manifest destiny number in, in karma and numerology, hmm. and it means a new beginning, it means you manifest your own destiny, so that's all everybody's got to do, just think positive, they could have got any loss, because never again in this you know, season could they be 11-11, this is the only time, so to me that was, a, that was another sign So. Yeah, what are you what are you uh, looking forward to then on Wednesday against LA? Well, yeah, I, I, hopefully wiping them out. <laughs> LA, <laughs> LA used to be my team. I mean, I have a Wayne Wayne Gretzky um, laminated poster that oh wow collectors from way back when, you know. And, yeah, yeah. But I don't care, you know. When the night came up, the Kings became our enemies. But anyway, <laughs> and it's just like tonight, we did not play bad. I mean, we played, yeah. really, we still played good, considering we didn't have Haig, we didn't have Wah, we didn't have White Club, we didn't have Martinez, and yet yeah. the fourth line had a kind of, you know, mixed difference, you know, so they had a lot, you know, that they had to work against, too. So anybody just think right now, Family Cup again, and, you know, you have to work at it, so you can't just, you know, be down about it. Yeah. So, but I just thought that when it, when it ended and I saw 11-11, I said, well, it was meant to be. That was the game to lose because that's the, magic, the magical power in the numerology and in karma. So. Gotcha. Thanks so much for the call, Marianne. As always, it's a pleasure. Um, you know, again, I, I think that you, you touched on a couple of things. Golden Knights did not play a poor game by any stretch. It was a very weird third period. Uh, breaks go against them for sure, but it wasn't a barrage from Anaheim. It's not like the Golden Knights let their foot completely off the gas. Anaheim was opportunistic, and, and I don't think, if you go back and watch over 60 minutes, I don't think the Golden Knights gave up very much. It's unfortunate that Anaheim was able to score on f four goals on five shots in the third period, uh, but I think you look at this one, and if you have a similar type of game with more active and more lively legs because you're not playing you know, three and four nights, four and six nights. I think they'll be just fine to bounce back on Wednesday night against Los Angeles. 
Take a break and wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show. Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights fall 4-2 to the Anaheim Ducks. First regulation loss of the year for the Vegas Golden Knights, 11-1-1, and 23 out of 26 points through the first 13 games of the season. And I think that that's kind of a, a good demarcation point. No longer the beginning of the season. We're, we're into it now. We're well into it now. Now it's just about getting through the remaining 69 games of the year. It's about doing what you need to do to make the playoffs. It's about finding your game and building your game and understanding that these types of runs, 11-1-1, not likely to happen again over a 13-game stretch as we go through the season. But that's okay. You're going to be learning things as you lose games. You're going to be learning things as you win games. You're going to be learning things as players come in and out of the lineup. It's all data entry and data points here. And for the Golden Knights, it's all about doing what they need to do to build toward April, May, and June. So you'll take this loss, you'll learn something from it, and you'll hopefully take that lesson into Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, against the Los Angeles Kings inside T-Mobile Arena. It's a big-time game a big-time opponent, and I'm expecting the Golden Knights to play to their level. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez-Gonzalez down here making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio, and thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It is your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input. Until Wednesday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.